Hello out there, Nerd Basement fans. We are back in the basement. It is quarantine time. It is flood time here in the eastern U.S., uh, so that means it's MCU review time. Alex and I are back in the Nerd Basement. I'm Kyle. This is... Alex. Hey, what's up, guys? What's up, guys? Uh, last time we came at you with the uh, MCU kicking off, we did Iron Man, Iron Man 2, and Iron Man 3. It was our intent to do a Captain America series, and then Alex and I both got watching the movies and realized doing it by character probably doesn't make a whole lot of sense, man. We gotta do this in order of movie, uh, in order of movie, basically, movie date, because... They're so interlinked, they're so building upon each other, it doesn't make a whole lot of sense to jump out of order. So what we've got for you today, we're going to review our, 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 our favorite things for two movies. Uh, we got the Captain America First Avenger and... The Avengers. So yeah, we're wrapping up phase one of the MCU today. We're going to discuss what we enjoyed about both and, and, uh, and kind of go through our question list together and, and talk about it. I hope you guys enjoy um, Alex, you want to go over what our first uh, subset is there? What we, what's okay, our first number one is, what's your favorite character or acting choice? Alright. And honestly, I really liked the uh, Hawkeye oh, okay. in Avengers. I just really liked him and how he was super cool when he did those slow-mo cameos and how Loki, he shoots Loki and then Loki holds, uh, catches the arrow and he's like, ha-ha, I got it. And then it's actually an explosive arrow, and he blows up. Yeah, Jeremy Renner is is just a cool dude. Like, there's really nothing for it. Like, I think he's a really good choice as a Hawkeye character. Like, a guy without powers, he's got a bow and a bunch of cool arrows, to be sure. But he doesn't. He can't fly. He's not the Hulk. Um, he's kind of more just your normal, everyday, you know, kind of super spy. So, I like that. I thought... I agree. I like Hawkeye a lot more on the Avengers rewatch than I recall any liking him at all before. So, I agree. Uh, it's a good choice, man. Uh, for me, uh, I have Chris Evans' Cap, of course. Um, it's a bit of a... He was another one like we talked about with Tony Stark and, and, uh, and that choice with Robert Downey Jr. He was a little controversial because he was in the MCU previously... Well, not MCU. In Marvel movies previously as the Human Torch, Alex. He was cast as the Human Torch in those two Fantastic Four movies. So at the time, a lot of people were like, this guy is Cap? I mean, what is the Human Torch? Uh, he's a little more, he, he's kind of even a little more of a comedic actor, not as serious, but I think he really fills the role of Cap as just the guy from Brooklyn with the moral choice. Uh, I, I think he's great. Uh, also, just I had to add a bonus one in there. Uh, I love Mark Ruffalo as the Hulk. Uh, he wasn't the initial Hulk in the first MCU movie that we skipped because... The Incredible honest, Hulk. Not so great, as I recall. Maybe we'll have to go back and watch it sometime. But uh, he was not the Hulk. So this was his uh, in introduction in the Avengers as the Hulk. And I think he does a great job kind of going in between Banner. And Mark Ruffalo is just like a great actor. He's like a great dramatic actor. He's like a, he's a guy who wins Academy Awards and stuff. So he's great uh, to have his kind of acting chops. And I think he does a great job as Banner... And when he's losing his patience, and uh, he's, I think he... Yeah, he I wonder like, how yeah. they do that. I just, is that just, like, a visual effect? It is, like, because when he gets, goes into, like, actual Hulk mode and he turns into Hulk, is that just a, is that just a digital thing and the guy is still there? And it's just that the Hulk is being digitally put in, on the screen in front of him and he's still acting it out? Or is there a whole different person? You know, that's a good question. I'm not sure, because uh, I know in some movie, uh, like, like Gollum, for example, in Lord of the Rings, that was mocap. The guy was in a suit, 
and he had a bunch of these things like on his body that as he was walking around they recorded it and they used that to make the digital image so he was actually there my guess is that you know they have something representing the whole you know here he is look up here but it's probably goes to complete digital at that point but of course he's yeah the voice and all that jazz okay yeah would be my guess we have to check that out but that's a good point so those are my two uh let's see here number two uh of these two movies or or or, or the, the movies we're talking about best villain or or uh, uh you know villainous appearance or anything of that nature go ahead Alex. what do you got for okay that? so well this might surprise a bunch of people because he's not the initial villain but he is shown in the end credits and you know that he's been pulling the strings with the avengers from the start I'd say that Thanos is the ultimate villain. Nice. Because, I was going to mention him. Because Thanos, you see him in the end credit scene, and I just never paid attention to Avengers before, and so I didn't even know that Thanos was pulling the strings the whole time because Ultron was basically a self-made problem. So Avengers was caused by Thanos, and then he showed up in the flesh later in Infinity War. And I mean... I thought that that was his first appearance in Infinity War. Yeah, it really shows you that they're setting him up from the beginning all the way to Endgame. These movies do a great job of kind of setting the cards. Yeah, you can kind of see that Loki is really nothing but a puppet for yeah. Thanos with that end scene. Yeah, because yeah. honestly, like what I'd like to call Phase 2 of the Marvel superheroes thing is right after uh, Avengers. That's done. And then sort of they go on a little personal problems thing with Winter Soldier and yeah, And I think Phase 2 Civil ends War. at the end of Ultron. Yeah, because then two. that's also a self-made problem. And then Thanos strikes back. Right. Like, really, Phase 2 is all just self-made problems. and you know, Right, we take a break from the Thanos issues. Yeah, and it's just humans make their own issues yep, yep. when they're all broken from the issues. Right, or maybe Civil War. Yeah, but anyway, yeah, yeah absolutely. No, so that's great. Uh, I think that's a, that's a great choice. Yeah, you you definitely see they're setting up Infinity War all the way back in the end credit scene for Avengers, which is which is pretty sweet. Um, for me, I, I you know maybe a surprise to some again. I I went back and and, and really enjoyed Hugo Weaving as the Red Skull. Uh, I kind of like Alex. I dug the like either the CGI or the mask work or whatever it was when he was kind of shed his like face and then went to the Red Skull face. Whether that was like all makeup or that was partial CGI, whatever it was, it was pretty cool. You know, and as far as like villainous... What probably happened was he actually had a real mask on and he pulled it off and he was painted. All yeah, I can imagine that guy spent a lot of time in the makeup trailer getting looked at that, that good. And then as far as villainous goes, when, you know, Nazi fascism isn't quite enough for you and you got to go a couple levels above, that's how bad the Red Skull was. You know, seeking out, finding the Tesseract, creating weapons from it. Um, and then ultimately what happens to him at the end, he gets uh, pretty much warped to the to a, another state of consciousness there when we see him again. Where we see Indian. him with the Soul Stone. Yep, we see him with the Soul Stone. So, and, and that all kind of tabs in. And happens with the, the Tesseract. With know, the Tesseract, yeah. exactly. Man, they, yeah, just another thing. They were really setting up Infinity War from the start, even with, not just with Avenger, but First Avenger. The well, Tesseract. The Tesseract is and an Infinity getting warped Yep. And, Yep. It's a power stone. I feel I have a feeling that uh, when they were gonna make first Avenger or just like start off the iron or do like the Marvel movies thing, they probably had the stones like all thought out from the beginning, and they were and they were just like, okay, we'll hold our pawns until they're ready to play. Oh yeah. Hey 
Hey guys, we're back. Had a slight technical issue. Alex talking with his hands there. No problem. <laughs> Mike went flying, but we're all good. Yeah, I, I totally agree. Uh, I mean, they set up all these stones and put them out there in the universe. And we're going to, as we watch through more, I, I think a couple come in in Guardians. I know one comes in Doctor Strange. Uh, you know, all throughout, one of them's in uh, Wakanda. So, you know, part of Black Panther. So, yeah, all the way back to First Avenger... They're starting to lay the groundwork for the Infinity series, so you're absolutely right. And Thanos. Yep. So, so yeah. I think that that's basically all we got to say about this. Yeah, I got, absolutely. Now, number three, question number three, is favorite minor supporting character? And for me, it's got to be uh, Phil Coulson. Nice. Yep. And um, I just really like the thing, whole thing where he's like, I'm going to use this gun, and then he unfortunately gets stabbed but then he's like still holding it on his lap, aiming at Yoki Loki, and I'm like, and he's like, so that's what it does. So that's what it does, yeah. And you know, uh, they he he was basically the start of the Avengers getting to be a team. Also, thankfully, uh, he didn't die because in Agents of Shield, he's just brought back to health. That was sort of just he was thought to be dead by the Avengers, but he was really in the recovery room. Right, I'm not quite sure how they manage that. For, for if you Phil Coulson fans out there, if you're just MCU fans, he does have a second life on Agents of S.H.I.E.L.D. on ABC, which I'm sure you could probably stream on Disney+. Plus. So if you're a big Coulson fan and wish he was in more stuff, there is a second life on the TV universe. Um, but as far as the movie universe goes, those characters, yeah, that is the glue that binds the Avengers together. Alex is absolutely right. Yep. And uh, I also really liked that line when Loki was trying to touch Iron Man and he was like, some performance problems. <laughs> and then he right. got in the Iron Man suit and he was like, you also peed one more person off and his name is Phil. Yeah, right. Yeah. And then that kind of ties off the Phil. That, that's excellent, buddy. I like, I like those. Yeah. Uh, and I was fighting between Phil and Bucky. So, and Bucky. yeah. Oh, yeah. To give you guys mm -hmm. a little... Thing. Yep, Bucky, I mean, who turned out to be very important, a major character coming up soon. Uh, for me, almost all my minor supporting characters, there were so many in the first Avenger I had to mention here. I love Tommy Lee Jones as the grouchy colonel, like who's a, who's in, in part of the unit. One of his famous lines when he's driving off with, with Cap, and Cap jumps on the plane, and then he looks over. Well, I ain't kissing you. I, I ain't kissing you, yeah. <laughs> Just fantastic stuff. Tommy Lee Jones doing great old man Tommy Lee Jones stuff as the Colonel Phillips, I believe his name was. Love Stanley Tucci as the doc who injects uh, uh, Cap with the super serum and basically gives Cap his, like, moral, th uh, you know, kind of guides him to his moral, you know, the weak man is the per person you entrust with power. It's basically a spin of the, with great power comes great responsibility. You know, they choose yeah. little Steve as the super serum guy as opposed to the big and, brawny dude that wouldn't jump on the grenade. All that stuff I thought was really cool. And I also really like um, that, um, you know, in Captain America, you know, in Iron Man, it took a darn good hour, hour 30 minutes for Iron Man or Tony Stark to get, like, set. And then he ha got reset in number two, had to do that all over again. And then by number three, he's done gone through Avengers. And, right. you know, but with Cap, even from the start, he's just like, you know, like, I'm for my country. I just don't like bullies. Right, that's, a, yeah, Cap is a hero when he's little guy. Like, the super serum just augmented the, 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 the moral... Body. The, yeah, the body. Like, he was... In the beginning, he was standing up to bullies, trying to trying to 
be the best he could be and have that more. It took Tony years to kind of learn how to be a hero. Cap was a hero from the beginning, and the serum just augmented his powers. I totally agree, but that's a great point. Uh, last one I had to put in there. I loved all the Howling Commando stuff in First Avenger as well. Dum Dum Dugan, all those guys that he releases from the the the, uh, the prison there, and then they go back and help really Bucky, liked, like his I, whole crew. Actually, I, I actually that, really liked that guy. You know that guy that was like the Chinese guy yeah, that the had guy. the big gun and he was like, so that's what it does. Yeah, yeah, yeah. The, his whole crew, yeah, they, 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 were, they were really fun to uh, to to look to, at, to look at, and, and be part of Cap's crew. All right, uh, superhero cameo or uh, you know a superhero who who shows up the first time in the movie. I'll take this one first, buddy. I agree with you. You mentioned him previously. The initial meeting of Bucky Barnes. Uh, you know, we, we, we lose him down the, in the train heist, and uh, we know what happens with him in the future. Stay tuned to MCU movies in the future. If you don't know, he's going to be coming back soon. Um, and just love how he's always in Steve's corner, um, you know, and uh, he's going to be a big part of the MCU going forward. Um, also, I've got to put in there... You mentioned uh, Hawkeye. I, I got. I, I had to mention him in here after his battle with Nat. Uh, you know when he kind of comes back to us after like they, they take the Maluki off him from Loki. You know all that stuff at the end where he's firing arrows all throughout the city of New York and he's trying to make amends. That's great stuff. Yeah, and I mean, I didn't put Hawkeye down as my favorite superhero cameo that shows up as like a minor superhero. Because, like, I felt like Hawkeye was really part of the team. Yeah, like, I know. Yeah, the cameo of these, yeah, yeah. we, we've already got most of our guys. And, and people in place, uh, mine so. was Bucky, too, so yeah. high five. All right, that. Bucky! Yeah, so I don't really have anything else to say except for this one funny line when Captain America saves him from the machine that I think was maybe the early Winter Soldier thing mm -hmm. and he's like, wait, who are you? He's like, it's me. I'm just a boy from Brooklyn. He's like... <laughs> Yeah, well, you get so he buffed. Got, he and... got buffed up a little bit there, yeah. Yeah, and then <laughs> yeah. also, yeah. and then like when Cap jumps through the fire and stuff. But also, I remember that bridge battle with the Red Skull, mm -hmm. and the Red Skull basically t takes two punches, punches him back, runs away, and then Cap's like, he blows up the bridge, and Cap's like, "What are you doing? Why are you running?" He's like, he didn't even have a response. He just smiled and went up well, the elevator. And, then, and then that's a little bit tied into like why Cap was able to take the serum and not become like this evil, hateful monster because he's Cap and Red Skull is Red Skull. Red Skull, yeah, um, totally agree. Wait, but he didn't. No, the Red Skull didn't take the super serum, did he? He took the Tesseract power. No, or like, uh, what? What did he do? Did he ooh. like? Did, didn't he like touch it with his bare hands and then he started feeling like weird? I think he had some. No, he took an initial form of the serum from the doctor before the doctor escaped, and the doctor was like, "It's not ready. You're not the right candidate," and he took it anyway. And then I think further the Tesseract augmented his powers, but he had a shot of that serum, uh, the Cap had. Yeah. Pretty sure. But yeah, okay. it, it turned him into what he turned so, into. So, number five, okay? Yep. Favorite fight scene slash battle. And I'm just saying the Chitari battle is amazing. Like, yeah. Chitari battle. Yeah. yeah, yeah that yeah, that just beats everything. Yep. yep. It blows it out of the park. I mean, also, I thought that it was really awesome how, like, every single person, like, knew their heart around this place. They were like, out on 39th, 
Sixth Avenue. Why didn't they invite me there? Yeah. <laughs> and they yeah. just like zoom around the whole city like it's, you know, They're their place. really working as a team, knowing the city. I love that tracking shot where you basically go from hero to hero to hero. You're like over here and then you go up on the thing with oh, the yeah. net. And then you come around and, and Hawkeye's firing arrows and you go up with Iron Man and, and Hulk's bashing, you know, Hulk is smashing. Yeah, and yeah. it's just super awesome. And also, I really like that line and Cap's like... We can really use a green angry giant, angry giant right now, and he's like, "That's my secret. I'm always angry." Yeah, he just yeah, just knocks out yeah. that huge like flying. And then also yeah. just here's to smart Hulk. Love that guy. Yeah, coming up you know? soon. Yeah, also I think our biggest laugh line of the movie when Cap lands and like. The cop, he, he tells the cop, hey, take these guys up 49, protect people in the building. It's like, why should I listen to you? And the cap, like, wastes, like, five Shatari dudes, and he's like, he grabs the thing, and he just, and he's just like, everyone, do this, do that. Yeah, you know, great yeah. New York City cop from Central Casting, fantastic. Yeah, that's just a, just a real fantastic fight scene. Smaller things, the only other things I had in here, I, I had to put, you know, the, high, the Howling Commandos take down Hydra. In that scene, right, leading up to when Red Skull runs away, like you were talking about, Alex. And I like the little, just the little Thor versus Iron Man kind of pre-battle when they're still kind of arguing against each other. I didn't really Loki. like that. I was sort of like, I was sort of like, come on, guys, right. get it over with. I know that Thor's good and he's cool. Right, okay, yeah. yeah, that's coming up in maybe least favorite portions of the movie, number seven, coming up. But yeah, I, I'm with you on that. I did like the battle when he puts the hammer down and he slams it on Camp Shield yeah. and like, yeah. Um, so... Yeah, uh, one more thing to say, too. I really liked it, uh, also, second best pun of the movie, when Hulk jumps up into Stark Tower, and he's like, and he's like, you can't beat me, you beast, and he's like, Psh! and he's yeah. just slamming him up against the ground, and he's like, puny god. Puny god, yeah. And, and Loki's just like, what just happened to me? <laughs> yeah. Alright, uh, number six, we got most impactful moment. I'll leave with this one, because I think I know yours. Yeah. Uh, I'm pulling from the first Avenger here, uh, Cap telling Peggy he's going to miss their dance. Uh, and, you know, it's when Cap realizes that the only way he can save everybody is, is taking the plane down in the Arctic, and he's probably not going to be found, and he's making the ultimate sacrifice at the time. Because he doesn't want those bombs to go off in New York City, and, and the Tesseract's already fallen off into the ocean, which Tony Stark, or... or Stark's dad finds later anyway. Yeah, but, Howard Stark. Uh, Howard Stark. But he has that last crackly moment with Peggy, um, and they both know they're not going to be able to have like you know that first dance or potential relationship or that future together they have potentially dreamed of. It's a great scene in the movie, and it's another one that calls all the way back to Endgame when Cap gets to finally have that moment. Yep, and then that's the end credits. He, they're like, so yeah. how is that dance, Cap? He was like, oh, it was magical. And right. then they start rolling. And then he, he gets to have the life in the end as he comes back as old man Cap in Endgame that he always wanted with Peggy. The boy from Brooklyn finally he, makes good. Because yeah. he never really wanted to be the buff superhero right. guy. He always wanted to just live a normal life, save the world, and, you know, just right. like help out. And Peggy's a fantastic character. Yeah. She has a she has a whole second life in a in a two two epi, two episode or two season series of her own on on, on Disney Plus as well. Me too. I yeah. did that one too. So, did you watch? Yeah, you you uh, had that I did, one too. Yeah, okay. I had that one too. So there's nothing really more to say because it's really short, but it's very heart touching. Yeah, heart touching. Yeah, of course, Coulson making the sacrifice. Yep. Also, um, that was the other slash. That was the other. That's um, the, the, the two, the two main heartstring pullers. Yeah, of course. But it made me a little, you know, more. Uh, uh, I felt like the Peggy and Cap one and the Coulson one, they both weren't as sad, 
for me because I knew that both of them would be getting it, getting what they wanted in the end. Like Coulson would have a second life in Agents of S.H.I.E.L.D. and then Cap would eventually warp back and have that dance. So, you know, I did feel a little happy because I've watched the movies like way out of order. Like I didn't feel much when Iron Man snapped or right. like stuff because I only really watched the new movies and now I'm watching these old movies and I'm like... Darn it, you know? Yeah, it has much more and of an impact. It has much more of an impact on you. Mm -hmm. But then, all of these heartfelt moments when these guys do go, and I know that they come back, I'm like, oh, but yes, you know, like... Understood. Because they'll come back. It just doesn't feel as heart-touching to me to know that they come back, which is great that they come back, because, yeah. you know... Well, now you're laying the foundation with these movies of, like, when we watch that last scene again, and, like, you're like, oh, man, all the stuff you're going to know about these characters now, for sure. Mm -hmm. Absolutely. All right, number seven, bud. You go ahead. Okay, so least favorite character uh, slash scene. I actually did a character. Um, it is Red Skull. I just, I just didn't really like this guy because he was more like the coward. I'll always go with the gun than the fists, you know, mm -hmm. sort of guy. Well, yeah, there's not much to like the, about. And Red then Skull, in the sure. end, <laughs> yeah. like I mean, the plane's tipping. He's like, oh gosh, I better get the tesseract and jump, you know, like yeah. instead of staying and fighting with Cap because he knew he didn't have a chance, you know. Oh yeah, if Red, Red Skull's the type of guy that like, yeah, if he, he's gonna die or he's gonna put like 8,000 people go for out himself, with greed. he's gonna throw them in the way and, and, and run out the back door. Kind of a general grievous type if we were, you know. Yeah. He's, very, he's got very grievous yeah. tendencies. Yeah. Yeah, <laughs> I, yeah so I just don't really like that type of person. No, so, well, yeah, yeah, he's, yeah. Yeah, and, I, I also, not, yeah. <laughs> and also again, what I talked about later was I was like, uh, that guy's just, you know, he's, um... Uh, in Captain America First Avenger, I already said this, but I might as well say it again. Uh, again, I really... Um, he just leaves without saying anything after Cap does a really good response. He's like, why are you going? You know? Yeah, just kind of... Just... Kick, he, no, no, like he's like... Right? He doesn't even smile. He's just like... Bye. Good point. I'm going to blow the bridge. I'm out of here. Yep. <laughs> yeah. I'm well, I, think that's when he, I think that's when he's realizing, too. Like, you know, I know it's weak sauce, but I think he's realizing, like, geez, I can't beat this guy. Let me blow this bridge and get the heck out of here and take the coward way out. Exactly like we're talking about. Yeah. And uh, that's just, I just feel like, though that is a villain type, I just don't really like that villain type that much. Understood. You know, I do like General Grievous, though, slightly more because of his relationship between Obi-Wan Kenobi and how he always seems to get away right when Obi-Wan Kenobi's, like, right there. Kenobi, yeah. All yeah. right. Uh, least favorite character scene for me. I'm going to put these two together, and I, if there's a weakness, not weakness, but something I'm beginning to see while watching these Marvel movies, they all get a little long in the tooth in the middle. Uh, both of these that uh, in in the in the middle part of Captain America when they're using him as a prop where he's like spending time Th with that's that not senator. The, that's that's more like that's more like one third. Well, whatever. Uh, but I'm saying like like those. It always has that middle part where the heroes aren't doing what you think they should be doing. I know that builds tension, but um, and again, also with Avengers, a little too long. Maybe getting the team together. Do they really need Phil Coulson's death to bring him together to defend the world? No. Can't they just do that without Phil having to make the sacrifice? Uh, you know, just just a little bit too much in there. Like well, each movie could be trimmed a little bit. This is just. I love also, both these can movies, I can but, I say something yeah, else about just another movie that isn't one of these two? Mm -hmm. uh, another movie that I think that could be trimmed massively, and we have touched on this before in our Iron Man pod, is Iron Man Two. That's right. basically 
uh, mostly messed up, honestly. But, but until the, until the end, he's not really fixed. You know? I agree. That, that 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 is the movie we've watched so far that has the most egregious uh, of that, and we'll and we'll discuss our rankings here in a minute, and, and that'll die into yeah. it. Um, Only I could I could cut out I could cut out the party, just do the race car thing, and that's right. it. Like, right? right? Exactly. For Iron Man two. I agree. For Iron Man two. Yeah. And so yeah. The, those are the two things. But otherwise, these movies are great. I mean, the, so to the, the you know I was really digging to find something there that I, I you know yeah. So uh, we're going to part eight. Rank the movies. I'll start with it here. Um, just to give a summary of where we were at on our last uh, three movies, Iron Man, uh, Alex and I had a combined ranking of 8.85 out of 10, Iron Man 2, 5.5 out of 10, and Iron Man 3, 7 out of 10. That's our combined ranks. So we're going to go rank these two movies out of 10 Cap Shields, Alex. Where'd you have Cap the First Avenger? I had 8. Uh, it was a pretty... Me too! Right on the numbers. All right. All right. High five. Yep. Yep. We, uh, I'm... I just put this because I didn't feel like the villain was really a villain. He was sort of a half-heartedly villain. Now, I do understand, like, Red Skull and everything. And I did really like the old-timey thing and all that. But just, you know, for those reasons. And honestly, it's a great movie. And uh, I don't really have much else to say about it than... what What I've already said about Cap being, like, you know... The guy from Brooklyn that just doesn't like bullies and, right. you know, doesn't want to become one. And that continues throughout his whole arc. He doesn't lose that kid with a chip on his shoulder from Brooklyn through Winter Soldier, especially in Civil War. And that's all coming. We'll talk about that when we get to him. I totally agree. I enjoyed Cap First Avenger much more on the rewatch than I did before. I think that this Cap First Avenger probably gets the highest bump up for me from when I originally watched it till now. I watched it, we watched it a couple weeks ago, we enjoyed the heck out of it, I thought it was fantastic. I really did enjoy it, some of the stuff that maybe we would have tweaked and twonked, but but in general, just a really fun introductory movie, and, and Cap as, the, as just the dude from Brooklyn who's a hero at heart and now has the body and mind to, to, to continue. How about Avengers, Alex? What'd okay, you, you for me, in? this might be surprising, but nine. Nine? Okay. Because, um... Honestly, I hated Avengers the first time I watched it. I was like, there's too much chit-chat, there's not much battling. But I think that that was when, like, you guys were all drunk at the Super Bowl. Honey, no. I think he, I just think you were younger and didn't, uh, didn't appreciate dialogue and such at that time. Okay. I, I don't recall being drunk at the Super Bowl. And also, I think that that was my first Marvel movie that I watched, so it was sort of didn't yeah. make sense. Yeah, the movie might not have been a whole lot Yeah, so... Um, uh, this was fantastic. I completely forgot about almost everything about this movie except for, uh, Loki and the Chitauri battle. But even that filler with Thor and, uh, Thor Thor versus Iron Man and Cap basically breaking out his shield in five seconds and stopping it. And then also there's, um, the part where Cap fights Loki, uh, in Germany. Yeah, that that was a little yeah, agreed. Yeah, um, I gave it higher. I was I had it at nine point five. Oh, nice job! It's, it's my it's my highest uh, ranked uh, movie to date. Um, I, really, I've uh, ranked in our in our matrix here. Uh, I I enjoyed it. I, I think they did a great job of bringing all the elements together. I mean, remember we've got what five movies leading up to this, most of which we've watched and reviewed. A couple we didn't, but. I mean, it brings everybody together. It gives everybody um, time. You know, you get plenty of Hulk, you get plenty of Thor, you get Cap, you get Iron Man. 
Um, you get great Black Widow and, and, and Clint up as Hawkeye. Uh, you, you get the Tesseract coming in that's, we as we've discussed earlier. Oh, yeah. Is important to One the whole One more thing. thing. Yeah. Um, with Avengers, I think that they did great spacing between the characters' individual um, bits. Right. If you know what I mean. Mm-hmm. Like, there was a part for Hulk, there was a part for... Right, but it all exactly came, it about. all smushed together, like... Mm-hmm. And I felt that it was smooth, like a smooth track run. There yeah, was, like, no really, like... And you then you, you come to an end where you, where you like Alex pointed out there in his villain uh, uh, section, you know, you point to Thanos as the, as the mastermind behind it all, and where are we going, you know? And, we, and that's where we're, we're headed here, and that's the end of Phase 1, makes a great end to Phase 1. And as we go out into the cosmic Marvel, as we pull in Guardians and, and Spidey and Black Panther, it's a great way to kind of kick it off in that direction. And uh, we're off, man. And with that, I think that that finishes phase one for us. Yep, that finishes phase one for us, guys. We are looking forward to reviewing and watching some more. Uh, I think next up on the docket in order would be uh, Dark World, uh, Captain America Winter Soldier, and Guardians of the Galaxy. So we may watch Well, Guardians of the Galaxy can be cut and pasted anywhere because... Yeah, you know, I, I hear you. We, we can look and see, you know, decide if we want to watch those two and kind of cut that one out and stick it in later. But those are those, those are kind of where we're going. We'll have some phase two movies to watch and review coming for you guys soon. And with that in mind, I think that we're almost done. Yeah, so. we are almost out, guys. We enjoyed uh, talking with you guys and, and, and talking to you all about uh, uh, Marvel movies. We enjoyed it. Enjoyed talking with this guy. Yeah, me too. All right. Love you, dude. And we will catch you guys next time on The Nerd Basement. Bingers assemble. Have a good one, guys. You too.